I'm the co-founder of Surfblue, and in this episode, we talk about productivity. So I got this question the other day about how I maximize my productivity, what are the best pieces of advice that I could give them about productivity that I've learned. And I'll say this, I was the productivity porn person. You know, I tried every productivity method, app, technique out there. You know, anything that you could think of, I've tried it. I don't write about productivity on Serp's Woo blog. I haven't talked about it in this podcast. I haven't really written about it at Builder Society or the Fastlane Forum. I have written and talked about it, though, on an old prior blog and on another forum. I basically got out of that because uh, it was actually hurting me. It, it, It was hurting me more than it was helping. And... You know, I would try these different methods and research them, and it just got to the point where it caused more procrastination. It caused more work. It caused more frustration. It caused paralysis by analysis. And I would try a technique or an app, and if I wasn't seeing like this dramatic increase in productivity, I, I, I would tell myself I'm using the app wrong. I'm doing the technique wrong, and then that would lead to more research. And what I found out is that all these people who are online pushing productivity, they're just trying to get your dollar. A lot of them aren't very productive themselves. And the ones that preach it, they're just trying to get you to buy their course. And all their course is, is how to use Evernote or how to use Asana. And somebody teaching me how they use Evernote might not jive with my personality and my workflow style. And I've just come to realize that productivity has to fit you. Uh, it, it's, you know, you can take bits and pieces from, uh, from, from other people, but there's not uh, one technique or app or course that's going to fit everybody. And, you know, I'm the type of person, I've got a MacBook Pro. I, I've got a MacBook Pro that's a 17-inch, so that tells you how old it is if you're an an Apple fanboy. But I bought it specifically because I heard all this Kool-Aid about how Mac products just work, that Apple's going to make you more productive. Um, You know, everybody was spouting that out. So I finally bought a laptop, and it did not make me more productive. It didn't just work. As a matter of fact, while I'm sitting here recording this on the MacBook, uh, because I love certain apps on the MacBook for audio and video, uh, there's a little beach ball um, pinwheel going around. I get that thing all of the time. I always have. I have more of those problems with this MacBook than I ever did with a Windows machine. Uh, so, you know, and then once I bought the Mac, I bought the apps that were supposed to make me productive, like Things or Flux. There's a lot of apps out there that are geared to productivity and organization. None of those ever helped me. And it was even more infuriating trying to stick with those when I would go back to a Windows desktop, uh, which I do a lot of work on, and there's not a Windows version. Uh, so that created a lot of problems. I've done and read books and done methods, uh, like getting things done, uh, Zen to done. Gee, there's a whole bunch more. There's methods for Evernote. I mean, I've done everything, whether it was Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy to Time Boxing to Pomodoro's, any method that you can think of, I've done it. Now, I've named some of the more common ones, but I've literally spent years 
trying to squeeze blood out of a stone to get more out of my pro pro uh, productivity. And all it did was get me further and further and further behind and even more aggravated. So I'm telling you where I came from and what I eventually got into that helped me is something I don't see a lot of people talk about or write about or if they ha or, or if they have, I, I've just totally missed it. Um, but you've got to find out what works for you. I went back to pen and paper. I'm a big pen and paper guy. Uh, you wouldn't believe how many Pilot G2 pens I have because I love those pens and those styles of pens. I got thousands of pens. Uh, I've got thousands of notebooks too. Moleskin, five-star notebooks. I've got journals everywhere that are like leather-bound journals with like old brown paper that I write in. I'm just a pen and a paper, ink pen, and mechanical pencil type of guy. While I do do stuff online with my computer, when it really comes to organization, I had to go back uh, to my pen, paper, and, and, and mechanical pencil. What I found that helped me that I don't see a lot of people talking about was I group my days to task. Uh, so to give you an example, if we get really, really broad, Maybe Mondays I work on financials, uh, so I'm going to work on financials for SERP Woo. That you know that would be talking to our accountants. Uh, you know we use Bench, and maybe I'm talking to my accountants or dealing with issues that they sent in last week. You know maybe they sent an issue uh, on Thursday of last week. Well, I wait to Monday to deal with it because Monday's my financial day. Um, you know maybe I'm dealing with uh, going through PayPal. And cutting out all these services that I signed up to that I haven't used in 90 days. Uh, you know, that would be a part of my financial Monday. Uh, Tuesday might be marketing. So I'm going to be doing marketing, like maybe writing a blog post or interviewing somebody or doing a podcast or doing a video for Serp Woo. Maybe I'm checking in on AdWords accounts and LinkedIn paid ads accounts and Facebook ad accounts. Anything that has to do with marketing, whether it's for me or for Serp Woo or for a client. I'm going to be doing on Tuesday. So you start breaking your days down that way. Uh, I've even grouped my days for certain clients. You know, maybe on, on Monday, uh, I try to focus maybe on Mondays, uh, I'll focus more on my supplement company. And maybe Tuesdays, I'll focus more on Serp Woo. And on Wednesdays, I might focus more on a particular PPC client. Uh, so that's another way that you can group your days. And that's really helped me with organization because I know exactly who I'm going to be working on and what I'm going to be working on just for what the day is. Now, that doesn't mean I'm robotic and I live and die by that. I mean, if Tuesdays uh, I'm working on Serp Woo stuff and I happen to be interviewing somebody and they can't do Tuesday and they have to do Thursday, you know, I'm going to be flexible enough to do that. I'm not going to say, no, we need to wait a whole other week uh, until next Tuesday. You know, I'm going to shuffle some things around, but that has helped me extremely well with uh, organizing the type of work that I do and who I work for, uh, you know, whether it's for myself, for another company, for a client on these particular days. And when somebody, you know, comes to me and they're a client and they say, hey, we need to have a, a phone meeting or an interview or Skype, you know, I'm going to look at my calendar and be like, oh, these people are my Friday people. So I'm going to say, hey, listen, let's do this on Friday. It's the only time that I'm available. And then we do that on Friday. But that, that, one, that one piece of advice that I just gave you, you know, that helped me. It might not help you. Uh, your company 
or your business or the stuff that you work on might not allow you to do that. You know, if you're employed, uh, you know, your employer might not like the fact that you only do one type of project one day a week. Uh, but it doesn't have to be one day a week. I mean, you could say, hey, I'm going to work on Serpu Tuesday through Thursday. You know, that's three days there. And then I'm going to work on something else on Monday. Like maybe it's, uh, you know, you're writing a book and you write, uh, you know, you, you do stuff for your book that you're writing on Mondays. Now, you can still do, uh, you know, some other work on Mondays, but the focus is that day is for that topic. So to give you an example, um, you know, if I'm working on Serpu uh, on Tuesdays, you know, 80% of my time and attention is going to be on Serpu that day. The other 20%, that's where life and other business creeps in. You know, I might uh, have a contractor over that's installing new windows. I'm going to stop and go help that contractor and talk to them and do what I need to do. Uh, I'm, I might have an emergency with another client where they can only talk to me on Tuesday or there's a report due because it's the end of the month and the end of the month fell on Tuesday. You know, I'm going to do that too. But the core focus is you know, this day is supposed to be about Serpu or it's supposed to be about marketing and you devote your attention to that day. And while you're devoting your attention to that topic, other stuff will creep in. It'll be fine. Uh, it, it's definitely not a the world's most perfect solution, but it helped me at least know on this day, I'm doing these activities. On these, on this day, I'm working with these projects or these clients. And it really helped me organize meetings. It helped me organize projects and tasks. It's helped me uh, think about, in, you know, in the future, what stuff I'm going to be working on and when it's supposed to be completed or even when it's supposed to be started. You know, that was a tremendous help to me to say that uh, Mondays are financials and Tuesdays are marketing or Tuesday is Serpu and Wednesday, you know, I'm, I'm writing my book and then Thursday I'm working on my supplement company. You know, you can still do other things. You're just putting your focus in there. And if you've read anything about productivity, there's a lot of things out there that talk about, you know, you should have three tasks for the day or 10 tasks for, you know, for the day and that one of those tasks should be towards your long-term goal and you do that one first and then your second task goes to your short-term goal and you do that second and then the third thing is, you know, your, your, your third task after that for the day starts to be everything else. You know, this is kind of similar to that. Whereas instead of your first prod, your first task of the day is your long-term plan, your project for, for that day is just a, a particular topic or a particular project. So another tactic that's helped me is wrangling in my email and my instant messaging. Uh, I'm not a phone person, so my phone doesn't bother me that much, but uh, I've got instant messengers on, and yes, that was plural because there's Skype, there's Slack, there's Zoom, there's uh, there's other things that I've got where people have a, a particular preference of how they do instant messaging. And then I've got email. Not only do I have one email, I've got about 15 email boxes because each project I work on for some reason has to have its own email. You know, I've got a SerpWoo email, and then I've got a few Gmails of my own that serve different purposes. And then some of the clients that I do pay-per-click for, they want me to have an email associated with their domain. Uh, so it, it just gets kind of out of control there. 
But email was a huge problem for me. I always wanted to be that guy that uh, was helping people and, and could reply back on emails and be helpful and, and look like I was doing my all. Man, that was just the worst thing in the world that I could do. Uh, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be there for customers and, and reply to them in a quick manner, but people also have to realize that you're working on other things too. And it's okay that you don't answer somebody in 10 minutes. Maybe it takes an hour. Maybe it takes two hours. Um, you know, the last thing you want to do is train somebody that you're going to respond to their message, whether it's an instant messenger or an email, within 10 minutes, because then they always expect that. And when that doesn't happen, sometimes these people can get irate. Uh, I've actually had that happen. Or they think that it's okay to email me at 9 a.m., but also email me at 9 p.m. and that they're going to get the exact same response time within 10 minutes. And that really got out of control as well. So what I've done with my email, and again, this might not fit you, but this is what fits me. If an email comes in, regardless of the day, you know, I just talked to you about Mondays and Tuesdays. When That doesn't apply to my email as far as, you know, who I'm talking to on, on Tuesday or on my instant messenger. But what I do do is this. Uh, I wake up first thing in the morning and I check my email and my instant messages. There are a lot of productivity people that say, do not do that, that that will just alter the course of your day. It's not going to alter the course of my day because my day's already planned out. If it's Monday, I'm doing this and this, and then everything else comes afterward. But I check my email first and my instant messenger first. And if there's anything that came in overnight that is a critical emergency, that's a fire, that's maybe a question that I can answer within two minutes, you know, it, it's not going to be an hour-long email that I write out. I go ahead and answer and do those things right then and there and get that done with because those people could have been waiting all night. Now, I'm going to sleep and I'm not going to worry about if these people had to wait eight hours, but I'm at least going to check that email, see if there's something critical or urgent or something that, that's going to change today for whatever reason, like a last minute critical need. I'm going to check that first thing in the morning and handle it real quickly. Uh, I'm not going to let anything that's going to take up my entire day be done right then and there, but if it's something quick and easy or something I, I need to know, I go ahead and check it, confirm I see it, confirm I know about it, and if, I, and if I can handle it in two, two or three minutes, I go ahead and do it. From that time period on, I'm working on whatever I'm supposed to be working on that day. You know, if, if it's Monday, it might be financials. Uh, if, if it's Monday, it might be all circle. You know, however you're going to set, set that up, I then do what I'm supposed to do that day, what I've planned out for for that day. And if I get an email between the time I check first thing in the morning, until noon, I'm going to reply back to that person within the same day. So if, you know, I get up and check email at seven, I take care of it. I start my work day. I work on what I'm supposed to be working on. And I get an email from somebody at uh, 10.45 a.m. That email is going to be answered today before 5 p.m., okay? You know, that might be a last-minute request to pull a report for some AdWords ads. It might be my partner, uh, you, know, need, you know, needing some help with some servers. Uh, it, I, mean, it, I mean, it could be anything. I'm going to get that done and do that before 5 p.m. If an email comes in afternoon, like at 12.01 or 1 p.m., I'm not even going to look at it. 
that is going to go into tomorrow. Uh, so if it's 1.30 p.m. and an email comes in, I'm not even going to check it because checking it takes away from my focus. Uh, getting involved in that's going to take away from my focus as well. So anything afternoon, that's not going to be done by 5 p.m. It's not, it's not even going to be done after hours. I'm going to check that tomorrow when I get up and check all my emails at 7 a.m. again, and then I'll handle it then and make that be something that I handle the next day. Now, that causes uh, some pretty big problems, okay? People don't like that. So I don't even tell people I do it. But what I do tell people is this. If you send me an email and you need me to do something, I need you to know it might take 70, 72 hours to perform whatever action you're asking me, even if it's pulling a report, something that should take 10 minutes. I need a 72-hour turnaround. Now, I never take the full 72 hours, but once people know that, they're not so inclined to be uh, at 6 p.m. Hey, I sent you an email five hours ago. Why didn't you send me the report? Uh, you know, I'm going to save that until tomorrow at, set at 7 a.m. And then I'm going to work on it tomorrow. And that has really freed me up from checking or responding or trying to process or handle new work from instant messenger and from email. Now, there's several exceptions to that. You know, my partner with Serpu, I'm not just going to totally ignore his request. You know, he's somebody that I'm not going to do that to. Now, there, now there might be times that he instant messaged me or sends me an email and it, it doesn't require me to email him back or or even message him back. Uh, but if there was a, a critical need, like maybe we need to update our SSL certificate and I need to pay for it, you know, I'm not going to ignore him and put that till tomorrow. You know, that relationship is something I'm going to handle today if I can and if I've seen it because I'm not always at the computer, 20, you know, 24-7. But that's how I was able to wrangle in my email was that I'm only going to check it about twice a day, maybe three times a day tops. And they're scheduled. That's at 7 a.m. or when I first wake up, if it's not at 7, and that's at noon. And anything past that uh, gets rolled around to the next day. Now, I might check it later on in, you know, you know, later on in the day just because I'm curious or somebody said something. I might check it, but I'm definitely not going to take on that work and disrupt my day. So that's how I've handled email. Now, the last part of productivity that, that has worked for me is I've had to learn to just trust the system. Now that opens up a Pandora's box a little bit because uh, I, I said you have to trust and I said system. And some people are thinking, well, what's a system? Um, you know, and how do I trust it? And basically it's like this. There's people that, you know, have these tasks and they have these goals and it's uh, do marketing or it's get a thousand blog visitors to our blog this month. That's not a good task. You know, you've got to make a systemized approach to that. There's got to be a process. And that's where I think what I do is a little bit different that has helped me. So my goal may be to get a thousand visitors to our blog at Serpu this month. But I can't just put that down as my task for Monday or Tuesday or my task today, uh, you need to develop a system for that. How do you get a thousand visitors to your blog this month? And you need to create a process for that and you need to create a system for that. And then you have to trust that system. And in trusting that system, 
you're basically trusting yourself that you're smart enough and you know what you're doing enough that you're going to write out this process and system and you're going to trust it for the for the whole month and you're not going to deviate from it. You know, there's a, a lot of trust to put into you know what you're doing and that it's going to work or not. And I think that's probably where a lot of people fail is they don't know how to trust themselves or they don't know how to trust the system or maybe they didn't even create a system. And, you know, putting a lot of trust into yourself is very scary for a lot of people. So the way that uh, the, the system works, you know, if I'm going to say I want a thousand visitors to Serpwoo or Serpwoo's blog, uh, here's what my process was. I'm going to make a new podcast every Tuesday because Tuesday's my, my, my marketing day, okay? And Serpwoo is going to be one of my clients. As a matter of fact, on Tuesday, Serpwoo is the majority of my focus for marketing on Tuesday. So I don't say, oh, I'm going to get a thousand visitors on my list for Tuesday. My list specifically says create a podcast. You know, the next Tuesday is going to say answer 10 questions on Quora. And then the next Tuesday is going to be create two YouTube videos. And then the last Tuesday of the month might be somehow get five blog posts, whether I write them or I outsource it or I interview somebody and it gets transcribed. You know, that's the process. It, it isn't get more visitors. It isn't do marketing. There's a specific process that's written out. Now, am I the holy priest of online marketing to know that if I did those things that I was going to get a thousand blog visitors? No, I'm not. But I trust the system that I made that this will produce results because ultimately to get people to your website, to get them to, to your blog is to pump out content and reach out to people, whether it's through a podcast, whether it's through YouTube videos and Quora answers. You know, you could replace Quora with Reddit or you could re replace it with uh, talking to people on Moz.com or on Growth Hacker or on Inbound. Uh, you know, the, the specific sites don't matter. What matters is that you have a specific process and you follow that process and you build that into a system and then you trust that system and you follow it uh, on your schedule. That's how you become more productive. Because let's face it, you could put all these things down for Monday and for Tuesday, but if you're not actually doing work that moves the needle, then you're not really productive, are you? So the last part of this is you have to have specific things where you can systematize and have a process for what you're going to do that day. Now, if I give you a really good example, uh, because this is going to help you guys that have multiple things going on. I, I don't advise you to always have multiple businesses or projects. Um, you know, you, you should be focusing on a couple of core things. But if you're somebody like me where you have to juggle many things, um, you know, it, it doesn't have to be so cut and dry. I tell you that Mondays is my financial day and that Tuesdays is marketing. And then I told you that sometimes I do it by client where maybe Monday is my supplement company and Tuesday is Cirque Woo and then Wednesday is a, P a PPC client. Listen, you can have some of these things overlap if you're juggling multiple projects. And to give you a really good view of personally what, what mine look like, even though Monday is financials, uh, for clients... 
Uh, I've got my supplement company, and I've got SerpWoo, and then I have one pay-per-click client. Okay, now I've actually got multiple pay-per-click clients, um, but I, I don't do it all in one day. I just put one client for pay-per-click on Monday. Then Tuesday, it looks like this. Supplement company, SerpWoo, pay-per-click client number two. And then Wednesday looks like supplement company, SerpWoo, uh, pay-per-click client number three. And then Thursday is just SerpWoo only and writing my book. You know, in that focus, there's SerpWoo throughout the whole week. Now, Monday, I might be looking at financials, and then Tuesday, I might be doing marketing. Wednesday, I might be doing something that uh, improves a process. Like, for an example, there's some times where we've got uh, internal coding that needs to be improved, whether that's the speed of things with proxies or changing the proxies out or doing certain things within that process, uh, you know, maybe I'm going in and I'm more diligent with our help desk stuff on Wednesday. You know, there's, there's stuff like that going on. So you can have these multiple projects throughout the week because listen, if you devote one day to one client, are you really gonna work a full eight hours or if you're an entrepreneur, a full 12 or 16 hours on this one client? Probably not. Uh, so it's okay if you have clients that overlap on certain days. You know, on Fridays, uh, I, I don't even break it up as a specific client. On Fridays, I'm looking at everybody who I'm doing pay-per-click for on Facebook and LinkedIn. Uh, you know, the other days, Monday through Thursday, when I said pay-per-click, those were just AdWords clients. And then Friday, I look at everybody that's on LinkedIn and everybody that's on Facebook and I look at all of them at once and do what I need to do for that day. But SerpWoo is on there too. And I'm working on SerpWoo as well. And, uh, you know, so there's always going to be a specific process for each of them days. So, uh, you know, how I told you about, you know, doing a podcast, uh, you know, I, I told you one Tuesday I'm doing a podcast and the next Tuesday I'm doing a video and then the next Tuesday I'm doing a blog post. Well, on Wednesdays, that's the exact same thing. I'm doing something for SerpWoo on Wednesdays, but it's a specific thing. And for each of those weeks, it's going to move. You know, the topic is still the same. You know, may, you know, maybe it's code development on Wednesday. It's always going to be code development, but it's a different project I'm coding for, you know, each Wednesday through, throughout that month. So, you know, that's how I've been able to organize things and I've been able to create a process which is actually, you know, don't worry about the thousand customers and, you know, in a month, just do the process, just do the system and trust the system. That has been um, extraordinary for me. So those are my three topics to help with your productivity. And that's also the end of this podcast. If you got any questions, thoughts, concerns, or issues, leave them below and I'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Oh,